Hello and welcome to another episode of Mommy Money Matters with yours truly, Alma Espericueta Bowen. But before I get started with this episode today, I'd like to remind everyone to go back and listen to the latest upload. Uh, the title of that episode is Building New Money Habits. Why? Because I know the state of California is sending out money to families with kids under a certain age and there's a lot of spending but there's very little saving and very little investing going on and if you could switch it up your family would think be thankful for it so this information on that podcast is helping you see how much five dollars a day can go along from spending and saving so the differences in in if you invest it, how that changes everything. So I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to it. Most of my podcasts are about 15 to 20 minutes, uh, maybe a little bit longer, but not more than an hour. Why? Because I want to keep it, keep it short, sweet, and to the point. And with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about today's episode, which I actually um, was sparked with this title over the weekend when I was driving over to my mother's. I saw this billboard that said, fix your credit for $99 a month. And I was like, wow, that's a hundred bucks in a year. That's $1,200. Is there such a need out there? And obviously there is, otherwise they wouldn't be advertising. But what if, what if I could tell you that you could do it on your own? Yes, you can. I did it. And if I did it, so can you. I believe that anything that I can do, you can do too. But it does take discipline. It does take consistency. It does take you educating yourself and learning about the situation itself. For example, if the issue is fixing your credit, obviously we have to go back to the debt. What did we do? How did we handle that debt? How did we, how did we manage that, that debt? And if you're needing to fix your credit, that, mean, that means it didn't go so well. So here are a few questions to consider uh, when you're looking at taking care of uh, your credit or fixing your credit because obviously things happen and I know things happen. I've been in your shoes. I've had to file BK back in 2008. I didn't want to. That was the last resort and I felt really bad for doing so, but I had no other options. I've, I've pretty much exhausted every single option and the last resort was filing for bankruptcy. Um, it wasn't the best feeling, but I had to do what I had to do. And obviously in doing so, your credit takes a hit. So yes, I've been there. I know what that's like. So let's address some of the questions that you should be considering when it comes to um, your, your credit report or how you're managing your debt. The first one is, are you routinely paying your bills late? And if you are, why is that? What's happening? Um, how's the money being managed in the home that this continues to happen? Another question is, have you ever hidden a bill from your spouse? Whoever's listening, whether it's a mom, I mean, a husband, a wife, doesn't matter, but have you hidden bills from your spouse? And if so, why? Why is that uh, happening? You need to th- rethink those things as well. Have you neglected repairing a car because of insufficient funds? Has that happened to you? Have you bought something recently that you didn't need and couldn't afford, but you bought it on credit anyways? Do you regularly spend more than your paycheck? You know, it's funny that this question came about right now because today's 
um, my post today on one of my social media platforms was to spend less and pretty much spend less than what you earn because a lot of times uh, some families are trying to keep up with the Joneses and that's such um, a, the wrong way of going about it when it comes to money because you need to stay within your means making sure that you're saving some money and not spending it all trying to impress other people that may not even care what you do have or what you don't have another question have you been turned down for credit and if so what was the reason for it you know you usually get a letter stating why you didn't qualify have you put off saving money for a rainy day because you can't stretch your dollar any further that's another you know question to consider why is that how is that happening so these are the questions that you should start asking yourself because if you've answered yes to any of these then yes you need to reevaluate you need to review where your credit is at if it needs fixing start fixing start working on it and you can do it on your own you don't need a third party company to help you and assist you um, but sometimes if the if it's out of control I understand where you're overwhelmed and stressed and anxiety is kicking in and you'd rather somebody else handle it for you so if you do have the money to pay that $100 which I don't think you do if you're not paying your bills late if you're not you know um, able to repair your car because you don't have enough funds um, then yeah most likely you don't but if it's gonna give you peace of mind to have somebody else take care of it then by all means go ahead and do so how um, is it how's the credit score determined have you ever asked your question uh, yourself that question well here are the elements of your credit score and by the way you are able to get a free copy of your credit report once a year through annualcreditreport.com. You log in, you can go ahead and enter all your information and you'll get the report and it'll give you all the information of anything and everything you've ever opened in your life. Closed account, open accounts, everything will be on there. The reason why I recommend you running your credit at least once a year is because of identity theft. Some people don't even realize that it could happen to them and it does. So start doing so if you're not doing it. Get a credit report every year to see where you're at. So let's let's talk about the elements of a credit score. Did you know that 35% of your credit score is based on your payment history? So if you're making late payments, uh, you know, five days is not bad, but a 30-day late is really bad. So how is your payment history? If you're constantly sending your bills, uh, your payments in late, then guess what? That's not helping fix your credit at all whatsoever. Also, 30% of your credit score is based on amounts owed. So how much money is owed right now if you go through your accounts and can you total up your debt there's this thing I do with my clients um, and it's called a personal financial needs analysis it'll let me know where they're at when it comes to saving when it comes to debt when it comes to having things in place for their future such as retirement plans college plans um, 
anything they want to accomplish that has to do with money. And I review this, and this is part of what I see, how much money is owed. 15% of your credit score is based on the length of the credit history. So how long have you had the accounts open? That's only 15%. You know, are the old accounts, are the new accounts? And get this, 10% of your credit score is based on your new credit. So a lot of times when people get qualified and approved for a credit card, they start thinking, oh, well, well, I got approved here. I most likely can go over here and they'll approve me as well. And that's how you open multiple accounts. But that can get you in trouble. Because remember, this is like credit you're being issued which means that if you charge these accounts, you're responsible to pay them back in full. There's a lot of times where people don't get it. That credit means you're borrowing money. My ex-husband was one of those. He was one that was really bad at handling credit cards, which is why he usually didn't have one and only a debit card because I wanted him to see that when he spent money, it was coming out of his pocket versus using a credit card. Oh, I'll just send the payment later. I'll just pay it afterwards. And guess what? He'd forget to pay it month after month after month. So don't be that person. 10% also of your credit score is based on your types of credit. So mortgage, car loan, personal loans, credit cards, all of that is reported to the credit bureaus. And remember, there's three main ones. It's Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. And they all kind of get the average of what your score is, and that's mainly where you're at. So if your credit score is below 500, then you desperately need to fix that score, obviously. But And there's ways to go about it, and you can do it on your own. It's just a matter of discipline and consistency and that's what I tell my clients when it comes to also paying their debts down you have to be disciplined you have to be consistent and you have to be willing to stay the course because if you fall off track guess what you have to start all over again one of the questions that a lot of clients ask or inquire about is how long can an item stay on your credit report and this is a good, very good question. There is a statute of limitations for certain things, right? For example, the Fair Credit Reporting Act uh, is the one who governs how the credit reporting agencies and the data furnishers manage the information. And there are certain uh, rules in place. For example, with late payments, although some credit reports only show a 24-month payment history, Late payments can remain on your credit files for seven years from that late payment date. So let's say this month your payment is 30 days late. Well, guess what? From this month, it'll stay on your credit report for seven years. So 30 day lates are not what you want to be doing at all. And if you're one that's constantly sending your bills in late, then that could be an issue. So make sure that one day late, okay, but 30 days, not okay at all. Also, when it comes to collections and charge accounts, credit accounts become collections or charge-offs after they have gone 
180 days past due. That 180th day of delinquency or the sixth late payment is called the last date of delinquency. The time limit, according to the uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act, requires these accounts to be removed seven years after the last date of the delinquency. So no other date on the credit report supersedes this, which obviously could be a good thing if you've had some accounts on collections and you've already, you're closer to that sixth, seventh year, then I wouldn't focus on taking care of that account because it's going to be falling off. But you can, and once you do, you pretty much are reopening that account. When you contact the collections agencies, you're pretty much reopening that. So I would strongly recommend that you research this before you do anything. When it comes to bankruptcies, the Fair Credit Reporting Act allows for bankruptcies to remain on your credit report for up to 10 years. You may, um, you know, a lot of BKs, a lot of companies that help you with BKs will tell you that your credit is not, that you'll be able to have good credit in like three or four years. Yeah, um, not the best credit, some credit, but it, you know, it's still gonna be some time before you are able to get to what you want. Um, it affected me to where I couldn't really do much for quite a few years. And you'll know when your credit is changing, when you start getting um, cards in the mail or letters in the mail saying, hey, you're pre-qualified for this, you're pre-qualified for that. So you know that your credit is changing and you wanna see what it, where it's at. You wanna order that free credit report so you can see what your numbers look like or what your scores are looking like as well. When it comes to tax liens, this one's really important because a lot of times um, people don't think about this. There were, because of 2020, there's, there were a lot of companies that shut down, a lot of small businesses that closed, a lot of mom and pop businesses in different states that couldn't afford to stay, keep their doors open, so they had to shut down and take losses. Um, and some of this meant there was some issues with their taxes, you know, paying off taxes. So when it comes to taxes and tax liens, they're pretty much something that's gonna stay there until it gets taken care of. Much like, um, well, let's just say there's no statute of limitations on how long a tax lien can stay on your report and on your credit as long as it remains unpaid. So once you have paid them, there's a, like a seven year statute of limitation that is then applied to that account based on the release date. So these are here are two tips when it comes to tax liens. First, make sure your file release with your courthouse so that your seven year timer can start. And second, if the IRS liens are paid and were less than $25,000 total, then you can use the IRS form. I hope it's the same one. I believe it's the same one, 12277 to have them removed within 90 within 90 days. Um, there are companies that if you're highly in debt because of taxes, that can help you. And the broker dealer that I work with, we usually utilize Optima Tax Relief for that. And I know what it does, what, you know, how Optima Tax Relief client, helps clients. 
I've seen certain cases and what they are able to negotiate. And believe me, if anybody can help you with any tax issues from the, with the IRS, it would definitely be Optima Tax Relief. I've seen it from um, certain cases that I've seen uh, that I was pretty shocked, but hey, the clients were well taken care of and now they're back to being able to live the life that they want because they've gotten everything taken care of when it comes to their taxes. When it comes to judgments, judgments show up in the public records section of our reports because they were approved as a valid debt. Okay, by either an ex executed court case or by default because the consumer never showed up to their court date. That can happen. So some of your credit uh, credit cards or any loans that you have, if you don't pay them and you don't, are, you aren't responsible, the lender has the right to take you to court and you have to show up to court. And if you don't show up to court, it's only gonna make it, things worse for you. So make sure that you are taking action with these accounts. These accounts can be tricky because they all, although they have a statute of limitations of seven years, like collections, they may be revived at any time by the judgment holder as long as they follow the proper guidelines for doing so. With that being said, the potential for them to remain indefinitely until paid is very real. So you have to be careful when it comes to judgments. All of this information is free. There is actually a book that I recommend you if you are looking to fix your credit and you don't know where to go. There's plenty of accounts on TikTok that I've seen that give you nuggets, you know, golden nuggets, tips on how to do this. But there is one book by uh, the author is Julie Marie McDonald, and her book, I believe, is titled How to Make Your Credit Score Soar. And that's one book that I strongly recommend if your focus is to, is to take care of your credit and fix your credit because you're thinking of buying a house or because you want to apply for a car loan or you want to, you know, you want a personal loan because maybe you want to start your own business and you're you know, you're drafting your business plan because the bank's going to ask you for one and they're going to look at all that. So for anything that you're thinking of doing in the future, if your credit is not up to par right now, you are going to be turned down. And that is a huge disappointment. disappointment. And I know so because it's happened to me. So before you do anything else, start looking at what your debt looks like. Are you making your payments in time? You know, are you paying down the debt? If you're stuck, then start addressing what is it that you need help with. If there's anything that I can be of help, it is free for me to help you with consolidating or eliminating the debt. Me personally, I do it for free for my clients. Um, and I do it for free for anybody, even if you're not my client. If you need more information, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. But this is all free. We, you know, this service, I just like to share it because I know what it did for me. Um, my credit is way better than it, where it was. And I'm actually, I was really excited to see my score last time, but I know you can do it. There is no need to pay $99 a month. But again, if you feel like you're overwhelmed and you'd rather somebody else take care of all that for you, then by all means, go ahead. But take matters into your hands. Start 
managing your money correctly, start fixing your credit, start paying down the debt so that you can do what you want to do and accomplish those goals, whether it's buying your house or starting a new business. A lot of families I'm sitting down with, those are the main focuses right now. And if you take care of your credit, then you have and you have money in the bank as well or saved up for your, your goals and dreams, it all can happen. It's just a matter again of discipline and consistency. So with that being said, I hope this was great information for you. Let me know if there's any way I can help you. I'm here to serve. Until then, talk to you soon.